Hello and welcome to Mr. Free Talk Radio Podcast with your hosts, Theo Free and Nikki Henderson. Join in the conversation as everyday people talk about everyday life. Now turn your listening device up because we are going live. Hello and welcome to Mr. Free Talk Radio Podcast for today. And um, as always, I have with me my host here, uh, Nicole. We have a very special guest with us today. Um, we'll, Nicole, would you go ahead and introduce her? Yeah, so I'm so excited today. Um, this is a special uh, episode for me. Uh, we have Nika Miguel here with us today with Consulting for Single Parents. You are in for a treat. Um, she's just an amazing, I, I encountered and met uh, Nika through a recent virtual conference uh, called Single Moms of Faith, and it was absolutely amazing. And as we're in our finance series, we wanted Nika to come on board and share from the topic of starting fresh after money woes, starting fresh after money woes. Uh, before we get started, let me just share a little bit about Nika. So uh, Nika has um, what she's seen. She's, it's been a logical progression for her as a single stay-at-home mother for over 16 years. During that time, she homeschooled from kindergarten to 12th grade. Um, she's worked with single parents, married couples, businesses, uh, people in the midst of crisis who have needed help even in rehab, um, in hospitals. She has a BA in business is management and after uh, she did that after returning to college in her 30s with two two uh, preschoolers and not only that uh, she's an author with a book called God's Prosperity uh, so excited to hear about that and she also um, has done all the budgeting from 1981 till now so she she's she's not a novice she's been in this for a long time. Uh, she's a powerful um, prayer warrior. Uh, she currently serves at her church um, and sings with the praise bands. So I hope we can talk about that a little bit. Welcome, Nika, today. So excited to have you. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I know we were talking before we start recording, and I would really like for you to tell our guests the origin of your name, Nika. Um, so my father's mother was Cree Indian and my mother's mother was Choctaw Indian and um, an aunt said, since I was the firstborn, you should give her an Indian name. So that's how I got my name, Nika. Well, that's great. So we have a native of the uh, native, well, how do I address it? Is it a Native American? Yes, yes. Okay, so you are yeah. a Native American. So welcome to our show. Thank you for taking the invitation. Uh, let's get right into it. So we got, um, <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. <clears throat> so um, basically I was a single mom for 16 years and uh, raised my girls um, with the help of the Lord, of course. And the girls are all grown now. They're in their 20s. And uh, I am remarried, and now I just help other single parents with some of the same issues that I went through as a single parent, but 
also, um, there may be new issues and I'm willing to do the research and find other resources that will help them where they're at. And um, that takes up a lot of my time. I, I get random prayer requests for single parents, um, as well as specific individuals that I actually help. So, so tell us how you got started. So what, what drove you into doing this? Was it, so, was it from necessity or from passion? I would say it's from passion. Um, I was networking, um, doing business, just selling some products and going to the networking meeting. They said, what is your why for doing business? And I thought I would want to help single moms. And from there I birthed single moms unite. I made it a DBA. Then I made it an LLC and we were having, um, monthly meetings and, but we, I didn't have a lot of people showing up. And so I changed it to quarterly meetings. And while I was out networking some more, uh, one of the single dads said to me, well, what about us single dads? Everyone always does things for single moms. And at the time I was babysitting my, um, my one-year-old granddaughter. And while she was laying down for a nap, it was like, God just gave me a download for a whole program for consulting for single parent. And that's where birth consulting for single parent and to be able to help single dads as well as single moms. Okay. So t tell the listeners, what exactly do you consult on? So most parents are needing help with parenting and they're also needing help with their money. So we just have a real conversation about where's their budget? Um, how much money are they dealing with? What are their current goals? What are their future goals? We also talk about the children as far as if they're strong-willed, um, if they're easygoing, and how is the household being ran. Um, I actually do a survey um, that I give to them, which actually provoke thoughts in them that they might not have even thought about before. And it act them thinking about it actually may uh, have the answer in them writing out the answer to their survey. So um, that's mostly what a lot of single parents have been wanting recently is parenting tips and budgeting tips. Uh, one of the things um, while reading your bio, I, uh, I came across where you say that you want people to recognize when they have a poverty mindset. Um, could you explain that to the listeners and tell them what a poverty mindset is? Well, the first thing when you think about poverty is lack, you know, there'd be just people in poverty where they have lack of food, they have lack of housing, they have lack of a means to create income. Um, and, and yet they have no ability to fix these things. But then if you think about a poverty mindset, they may have food, they may have housing or not, but it's what do they think about their lack of food? What do they think about their lack of housing? How is their self-esteem and how do they think about themselves? I mean, for myself, as a single mom, I live below the poverty, the United States standard of poverty. And I had to live on food stamps and I needed Section 8 to house my kids. But I didn't believe that that was where I was going to stay forever. I didn't know how I was going to get out of it, but right. there I was. Okay, Nicole? That is so important. Um, 
Nika, and for me, you know, as a single parent, this it it definitely sits personally for me. And when we talk about the poverty mindset and the woes, what are the common issues that you find, like say for a single divorced mom that's just coming out of uh, divorce or or possibly, but what are the common kind of areas that that are sh- the struggles that you're seeing? Well, one of the struggles that I'm seeing is um, how they see themselves, their self-esteem. And another struggle will be the fact that half the income is gone, if not all of the income. Um, For myself, when um, I was newly divorced, I I was working, but I wasn't making near the income of my husband. And I actually sent my kids away so that I could work more to be able to pay the rent and put food on the table. So there's like a whole paradigm shift for single moms um, to not only deal with the finances and their mindset, but then to even have hope. It's like they have lost their hope because they are now newly divorced without the father of their kids. And they may even be struggling with being mom and dad versus just being mom and letting God be the dad to the kids and letting God be their husband and provider. Yeah, that's vital. That's so vital. You make a great point, Nika, because I know that one of the areas that can be underlying is what I have coined as resentful parenting, where we really are trying to grasp our own situation and yet still lead and guide and stay present in the moment. So the kids are still growing, regardless of what you're going through, your children are still growing. Um, you still need to continue to seek and do more for, for your family while you process your single parenting state. Um, right. And so that's, that's super vital is how we view ourselves in this season is what, what definitely matters the most. So then I, I think about, you know, what does starting fresh mean? I mean, someone may be saying, how do I start fresh? And this is all I have. I have the same thing that I had before, but where do I start to really start fresh? Right. I think one of the ways to start fresh is to acknowledge um, that you, one, you want to change, but two, it, it might not just come to you that you have a poverty mindset. But I think as crises happen and things happen in your life, you're starting to get a glimmer that there is more in life and that it is available um, to you. I mean, I think one of the things that create money walls it is having a lack of ambition or lack of dreams. And we know that Proverbs 29, 8 says that uh, without um, a vision of people perish. And so, I mean, I just encourage um, single parents out there to have a vision, to have a dream and to, um, to, to work on a budget. You know, a lot of times when people have money woes, they don't even have a budget. And they say, well, I don't have enough money to pay all my bills. So what's the point of writing a budget? And, and yet we know that in the Bible, Hezekiah laid out a paper before the Lord, you know, when the enemy was coming against them, you know, and it's the same with your budget. budget. You know, it's like the enemies of poverty is coming against you. Lay out your budget before the Lord and see how he can make it work. Um, because he tells us that he knows what we have need of before we ask and that he'll supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And so 
we have to watch what we think, you know, as a man think it, so is he. And so I would encourage people not only to write out their budget, you know, which a single mom might not have done because maybe the, um, her former husband did the budgeting. And so for her to start writing out the budget and, and to go one step further, if you were to get a bonus on your job, if you were to get a windfall, um, if there were just extra money, write a budget for that too. What would I do with extra money? Not to mention just my regular income. Uh, talking about money. So um, for, you know, it's a struggle for a lot of people with yes. and without money. So tell us, um, explain to our listeners, how should people be looking at money? Is it about wealth? Or is it about legacy? How, how, how should we be looking at money? Right. I, I believe we should be looking at money as a tool, that God uses it as a tool. Um, I, I think of getting wealth as for the opportunity of ministry. I mean, my heart is in ministry and I want to be able to give. I want to be able to help as the Lord lead. But if I'm barely paying my own bills, then now it's almost like money has become a curse because I can't do anything. I can't move one way or the other. And so um, I think we should see money as a tool. We should um, be good stewards of our money. Uh, we should consider the difference between wise spending and foolish spending and um, even be aware of impulse spending and, and what, what other factors are happening in our lives um, that is causing us to abuse money. Well, um, you know, for some single parent, uh, spending is spending, you know, it's just, <laughs> I need to spend, <laughs> you know, uh, it's not about, uh, you hear it say, said uh, all the time that uh, money comes in one hand, it goes out the other hand. So, uh, so uh, you, you were talking about budgeting. Um, what's a good place to start with budgeting for, for, especially for the single parent out there who think that. Uh, who knows that there's more month left over than their money and they have all these things coming at them at the same time and when they look at their money it doesn't seem as if it could do any of that what they need to do right so um the first thing i would say is write out how much you're spending every month because unless you know exactly what you're spending money on you're writing a budget for if come, or I hope to, hope it will work or what have you. But if you actually do like a ledger of every single cent you spend, I mean, the 50 cents in, in the Coke machine, if they even still have it, I know nowadays it's a dollar. Um, if you write down, um, when you go out to McDonald's, you know, the, so what you just bought a bag of fries, write it down, you know, um, when John, little Johnny asks for money to go to school for the PTA, for the bake sale, what have you, write down every single cent that you spend. And then from there, see if there's a way that you can cut back on the money you're spending. Because you may, it may make you aware that you're spending more money in a category than you want to, than, than you should. And, and then from there, write out the budget of what should the budget look like. Look like. And that will be a starting point. Like I said, it's writing down every cent that you are currently spending and then write a budget from there. All right, hold that thought, Nika. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Keep up to date with all the latest shows by subscribing now. 
Thank you for your support. Let us dive back in. We're coming back in. We're talking to Nika Miguel about overcoming money woes, starting fresh. And Nika, you challenged us to write it down every cent that we spend. And someone's saying, oh my God, I can't really do that. I don't know if I can do that. Uh, that definitely, to me, speaks to discipline. You know, how in your journey did you use discipline to really drive the transformation that you've experienced in your finances? Well, one of the keys to me for um, coming out of the poverty mindset is having a routine in my daily life. So I already had routine and discipline to, to pray an hour a day as a single mom, to read my Bible an hour a day, to exercise an hour a day. We had, if we were home, we had daily nap times, we had uh, specific bedtimes, and these disciplines are were part of our routine. So then to have a budget and to stick to it was just another thing to be disciplined about and have a routine. So before the end of the month came, when I would get my next check um, from, from my ex-husband's uh, military pension, I would already have written out what I was going to do with every dollar. I assigned every dollar. And so having that discipline over the years has helped me not only to be able to stay on top of my bills, but also to start saving. I like that. Assign every dollar. Yes. I love that. I think, I think that's so key. If we, that's something we need to write on a sticky note and uh, be intentional about. Um, so in the midst of all of all of this in the midst of, you know, getting through the, the financial portions of, of single parents and all of that, there's all these joys that we experience, right? Um, my mom was a single mom and I remember that she would make us omelets on certain days. Now, I didn't mm -hmm. realize that my mom really, that's what she had. We just, but we looked forward to omelet night. Were there any like memories or traditions that you created during that time so that your children uh, fondly remember it and they don't just remember kind of mom sitting over, over the bills? Well, I never did the bills in front of the girls and it was my motto that they were to remain kids. And I did not want them worrying about that. That was my concern and I wanted them to stay kids. So one of our routines was um, we observed the Sabbath um, on Saturday and Friday night uh, was when we began. We began Sabbath at six o'clock till six o'clock on Saturday. So that meant as a homeschooler, they had to have all their homework done, all their schoolwork done. They, the house had to be clean. We already pre prepared the meal for the weekend. And we would sit down on Friday night and watch Star Trek or something like that. And I would braid their hair, you know, put them in all these little braids with colorful string and we would eat popcorn and we would tell yeah. jokes to one another and talk and have fun. And one of the things I share with my, my girls was that I, I had different caps, I had different hats. So during the day I could be mom talking to them and having a family meeting. I was also the teacher because I was a homeschool uh, mom. 
Um, but then I was also a Christians and they were Christians. So then we would have Bible time and I had all these different hats, but on Friday night, we were just pals. We were just friends. We were just hanging out. It wasn't about beating them over the head with a scripture because they said this or that. It wasn't about trying to teach them a lesson. It was just hangout time. Okay. Uh, you said something um, um, a while back, um, a minute ago, where you said that you uh, homeschooled your kids. Um, yes. In this 2000, um, last year, just threw a curveball to parents out there who never dreamt that this would be something. So um, what encouragement that you have for all those pandemic teachers, I would say, out there who never thought they would be a teacher? What encouragement? Because you, 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 you um, homeschooled the kids until they went to what, 12th grade it was? Yes, yes. So what, what encouragement do you have for them, especially the ones that, who can't keep up with, the, with, with how um, education have evolved from what you've learned? growing up? So when I started out homeschooling the girls, they were in kindergarten, one was in kindergarten, one was in first grade. And each year that the school year was over, I just prayed to know if I was supposed to continue homeschooling and or put them in school. And so I had no idea I was going to homeschool all the way through 12th grade and graduate them and, and for them to go on to college from homeschool high school. So one of the things that my daughter and I did because of COVID, uh, my oldest daughter, is we wrote a homeschool guide. And um, if you go on my website, um, you can um, get a hold of the, the free homeschool guide with some of the tips and some of the examples. And it's just eight pages. And I provide current links. I mean, I, I pulled these links from last year. So they're, they're not back from when I homeschooled, you know, a long okay. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just, I, I encourage um, parents who find themselves homeschooling when they weren't planning on it, when thinking about it, um, to relax and give it to God. Uh, I would also say, pr I pray for grace. You know, you need grace to be home with your kids all day long or just a couple of hours to homeschool them. <laughs> so I say, pray for grace, you know, okay. and, and yeah. reach out for the resources that are out there. I mean, as a single stay-at-home mom, I did not have the money to buy all these fancy packages to homeschool my kids. I went to thrift stores. I went to educational stores and looked at what they had. I mean, even Walmart has a number of books like for the kindergarten and first grade. And the or online, the internet has so much material that you can get. And just creating a program for your own kids. Now, with the pandemic, a lot of schools are, are allowing uh, you to have the um, the materials from school, the outline, and so forth. But if you're, you you want to be, you know, one of those go getters and do your own thing, it is possible. Uh, I know you wear many hats or scarves or whatever it is. <laughs> Tell us about about this the hat or the scarf um, of being an author. Well, I had wanted to be an author years ago when I was raising my girls. Um, but I was in a hostile situation with my ex-husband and he was constantly trying to take the girls from me. And so eventually it got to the place where I just stopped telling people where I lived. And um, whenever I moved, I didn't tell the current people where I was moving to. 
And so to do something like being an author that would expose me for sure, um, where I was, where I lived, although he was still tracking me down and I figured out how he was doing it and was able to put a kibosh to that. Um, so um, to now have my girls grown and out the house and you know over 18 now, I, I am enjoying writing about a number of stories from my single mom days, um, such as how I got out of the poverty mindset. And right now I'm currently writing about uh, my experience with fasting, um, a 10 day fast, 20 day fast and a 40 day fast and just wanting to be an encouragement to the people. And um, I wanna share my journey about how I grew in hearing from God in the different ways that God speaks. And uh, so that that's another book. And so I, I like I said, I, I love to write. I journal just about daily. And um, that's been my experience so far. That That's exciting. I mean, the your story is, there's so many layers. I think we could probably talk about it really all day long. You've dropped so many great nuggets. Uh, and one of the things that we um, that you talked about was targeting the men. And I know as a woman, I spend a lot of my energy thinking about women, fellow women as well. But what have you been seeing with the men? How's that work been working with single dads? Because I think that they are they rock. They're rock stars just like us. Right. So, I mean, it's few and far between that that I actually get to talk to a single dad. Um, it's more like. I just randomly come across them and we just have candid conversations when um, I'm out in public. But the few that have reached out to me, um, I, I'm able to share some God thoughts with them uh, about how to see their situation. A lot of times it's, it's for, for anyone really, is perspective, is how do we see our situation? Or do we have limiting beliefs? You know, do we have things that are are in our background that's, that's holding us back and keeping us from going forward. And so I've been able to encourage um, some single dads in, in, in their walk, um, in, in the situation they're in, um, because they have hard situations just like some of us single moms had had. That's amazing, I, I love it. Cause I always think about our uh, single dads and, and how they also are walking through that. There's many out there um, that are doing it and, and we salute them as well. Um, if you had to just give some, some high level pointers uh, to someone overcoming money woes uh, and you only could give them two or three hot buttons, what would that be? Well, I would say, um, of course, one is start saving and budgeting. And when I say start saving, I mean, just start with a dollar, dollar a month, if you can only do a dollar a month, $5 a month, you know. Um, uh, I would also say change the negative talk about yourself, you know. Don't, don't believe that it will always be this way. Um, don't say this, that was for somebody else, you know. Uh, stop the negative talk, change what you're talking. Also being around uh, positive people and prosperous people. I mean, they don't bite, you know, unless you let them, you know, um, right. you're not someone, you know, who, who is successful, you know, um, and, and not in a coveting way, but just to see that there are other people make it real life people like, like you are, but also be grateful and be content with what you have. It doesn't, to be content doesn't mean that you're stuck. It doesn't mean that you're never going to get anything different. 
But if you're so busy looking over the fence, thinking the grass is greener, and you never enjoy what you already have, it just doesn't help you get out of that poverty mindset. And that makes me think about your website, the name that you chose, Choose to Succeed Today. What made you come up with that? Because that's really like a, a command, right? Like you have a stake in this. How did you, what drove that? Well, I'm always listening to um, motivational speaking, how to do business better, how to have a better mindset in all areas of my life. Um, that I'm aware that I need to make a change. And, and there was something that one of the speakers spoke to us. It had to do with succeeding. It had to do with success and success being available. And I said to myself, choose to succeed. I am going to choose to succeed. And so I, like I didn't know how to market that, how to, not market it, um, how to capture it for myself. So one of my business names is choose to succeed referral marketing. And then my web, my first website was choosesucceed.org. That was before they had all these other um, dot todays and dot me and all of that. And so I had to put a dash in between the choose and the two and the succeed. And so recently, um, my brainiac daughter, she um, came up with the idea um, of how to get choose to succeed all in one word without dashes. So that's how we came up with choose to succeed today. I'm going to take you back a minute. What would be a good pointer to give to your 20-year-old self or your 25-year-old self um, uh, before you understand today what it's like handling money and budgeting and stuff like that? What would be one of those key words you would say to that teenage you or that young adult you who is um, find themselves in that financial situation? Mentor, that would be the key word. Get a mentor. Okay. <laughs> and I, I think the twenty-year-old would say, "Well, how do I find? How do you get one?" <laughs> yeah. But hold for one second. We're gonna take another quick break. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Keep up to date with all the latest shows by subscribing now. Thank you for your support. Let us dive back in. Welcome back. Um, I'm talking here. Theo and I are talking with Nika today. It's It's been a great conversation. Um, yes. We wanted to just, it really has. I, I've been writing notes. I have evidence here. But wanted to really, it's, it's, been, it's so good to talk to you about this topic, Nika. And um, wanted to, one of the things that you've really pushed in, in all that you've done is the aspect of giving. And a lot of times when you're in a place of lack, giving seems like the last thing you would want or would be able to do. Or you want to give, but you just don't feel you have it. But uh, tell us about how giving has really impacted uh, your journey. Well, I think giving is one way to get out of a poverty mindset. And it was a hard thing for my daughters to understand that when they got their allowance or if they got Christmas money to not just spend it on themselves. And, and I really stressed that there were other kids that were less, less fortunate than they were and to think about who they could give to. And that really helped them to be givers to this day. And for me, you know, I gave food out of my cabinet when there was someone in need and they 
just couldn't afford um, more food at the time. Um, I offered my couch to um, other single moms. You know, one had cancer and, and she couldn't work anymore, so she had to give up her apartment. So she slept on my couch. But she, even she had a willing heart. I mean, I had little babies at home and she would, the baby would wake up and she would beat me to the crib. Now she had cancer, but yet she mm. would beat me to the crib wow. to take care of um, my little babies. You know, not that I asked her to, but just having a giving heart, even when you quote unquote are in poverty, it helps. It just really, really helps to be a giver. Yeah, and I could hear, definitely hear your passion there, uh, Nika, for, for what you do and just uh, for the journey and how you've been able to really touch the lives of other people um, in ways that probably no one will know, right? There's all these unspoken uh, moments that we have that no one may ever know, but definitely you, you I hear your passion for that, definitely. Thank you. Theo? All right, so we... We are coming to the end now of uh, this uh, fascinating conversation. And here's where we do our rapid question section. Now, the rules are simple. We're going to ask you some questions, and you're going to say the very first thing that comes to mind, OK? No ums or ahs. If you said mm, you owe me a million. If you say ah, oh, you owe me two million, OK? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Nicole, you're going to start with it. Okay, so I'm going to throw out just some words and just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. I'll start with dollar. Money. Pie. Dessert. Okra. <laughs> Vegetable. <laughs> I figured yeah. that one might be a stumper. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> I happen to love okra, actually. I happen to love it. Okay, I'll throw out another word. Mom. Friend. And I'll throw out another word. Give. Giver. And my last word would be change. Hope. All right. Good work. You made it through my round. I don't know about Theo's round, but... Well, I, well my round might be a little bit more easier than your round, Nicole. <laughs> So here, so here we go. My first. My question. words were my words were deep, right? They were deep words. <laughs> Define deep. Oh no! 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 no. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. My first question. Uh, here's my first word. Home. Happy. Uh, money. Hope. Budget. Finances. Parenting. Kids. Kids. Children. <laughs> last word mindset hope hope okay you used the hope four times so that disqualifies you okay <laughs> so you did so you did not win the you did not win the grand prize today but we have some good parting gifts for you all right <laughs> well uh I guess that's that for today. And thank you so much, Nika, for joining us on um, Mr. Free Talk Radio Podcast. And we are delightful that you are here. So before you go, could you tell our listeners where they can find you? Okay, so my website is choose to succeed.today. And if you go on any social media and type in at wealthy Nika, 
and you spell the word wealthy like wealthy, but then Nika, spell it N-E-E-K-A. And I did it that way so that when people um, say it, they're pronouncing my name right, Wealthy Nika. And that's what, Twitter? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Uh, Nicole, any last words? I am totally full. I t this was a good good for me, Anika, and I took in a lot of great notes. I know that our listeners are going to walk away with some great tools. We want to thank you for joining us here on Mr. Free Talk Radio. And to all our listeners, we would love to hear from you. Send us your questions, your comments by email. You might want to get some more questions and comments to Tanika. We are willing to receive those at Mr. Free Talk Radio. I want to spell that out. M-I-S-T-E-R Free F-R-E-E T-A-L-K Radio at gmail.com Thank you for joining us on Mr. Free Talk Radio podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more content, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and anywhere podcasts are available. To stay updated on the latest content release, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Soon we'll be coming to a YouTube channel near you. If it is real talk, it's on the Free Talk Radio podcast. We hope to see you soon.